Mel. And I'm Allie. And this is Get, Get Hype! Hype! For a long time, and this this type of project is a long time coming. I think. I agree. Yeah, we've worked on other projects together, done other shows and things, but I think this is this is the first time, other than like with cosplay projects, that you mm. and I really like connected our brains and done a thing together. Yes, we've done creative things before, but none that were our brainchild. Yeah, none so that were speak. like ours. Yeah, so yeah. we're very excited to start this podcast. Super excited about doing a podcast with you. Especially because I am moving away shortly here. Yeah. And this is going to be a fantastic way for us to continue working on things together and stay in touch in yep. a good way. Exactly. And yeah. that's the primary reason we decided to finally take the plunge and get things started. Absolutely. Mel, why, in your opinion, are we doing a podcast called Get Hype? Get Hype is about us getting really excited about stuff. Mm -hmm. We have a habit of yelling at each other about something we really like mm -hmm. and then explaining why the other person should like it. It happens all the time with us. Literally and I feel all like the time. The thing about it is that we're not unusual. I feel like other friends and friend groups have the same problem where they you know, one of them will catch on to something a little bit faster than the other people in the group. And then they spend a bunch of time pouring their energy into convincing those other people that they should jump on that train. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a cool way for us to interpret that creatively. The other thing is I, as a person, and I think you do too, really, really enjoy hearing what other people are passionate about. Yeah, absolutely. We both love learning new things and we love checking out new shows and new podcasts and new creative endeavors. You and I are big fandom type people. Mm -hmm. Like we, you know, cut our teeth on harry potter and sherlock and shit like that so oh, like yeah. when we get into something we get really into it yeah we get swept away and mm -hmm. then after maybe a few years it kind of dies down until it decides to be a thing again yeah that's us in a nutshell we get swept up in a fandom and yell at each other about it for way too long way too and long yeah find the next new thing to yell at each other about yeah and i think it applies outside of fandom as well where like somebody may be really into a specific brand of shoe or yeah. like a specific you know direct to your door cooking service or something <laughs> you know and like when they're like oh gosh you gotta check this out I love that I love yeah. it when people get really excited about something and they need to share it or when the thing that they're really stoked about gets brought up by accident in conversation with strangers and then they just totally light on fire like oh, the yeah. human torch and that's they're like, my, oh my gosh blah 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 yeah yeah it's the best it so, doesn't matter what it, it could be a tv show mm -hmm. It could be a video game. It could be Target. Oh, my God, Target. Oh, my God. We... Oh. Mel, I and saw my... these shoes at Target yesterday. Oh, shit. I want to go back and get them because they're these ankle boots, and the front is, like, braided. Ooh. They're very cute, and I really want them, unless I can find something cuter and cheaper at DSW. Uh, because DSW... DSW is very good, DSW is very good. Um, so, yeah, it could be literally anything, but we just really <laughs> like... We like getting hyped about stuff, and we like other people sharing their hypes with us as well. Yes, and we also really like Target. Also, Target. Mm. This show is not sponsored by Target. No, it is not. But we would happily be. be sponsored by Target. Hello. Target is full of hype. You never know. 
So every episode, if it's just me and Allie, one of us are going to hype something at the other, or we'll have a guest and the guest will hype something at us. Yeah. This week, we, as an introduction to the podcast, decided to just do an episode with Allie and I, Mm -hmm. and I believe that you have something to yell at me about. I do. I have several things to yell at you about, but today I'm choosing one of them. Mm. This thing that I'm hyping you today about, Mal, is... Tangled the series. Oh, you've you've kind of told me about it a few I've times. I've mentioned it but we constantly. Haven't <laughs> <laughs> so, we haven't really gotten into it though. So let's talk about Tangled the series. Okay. Um friends, as you may recall, Tangled is a beautiful Disney film based on the fairy tale of Rapunzel, which came out in twenty ten. And Tangled did okay at the box office, but it was kind of a cult hit immediately with people in a certain age group with mm. a certain like level of taste and sophistication Mm -hmm. because it's a beautiful movie it's well done mandy moore and zachary levi are in it tony award winner donna murphy is in it many people are in it that are good and it's a good story with good music and a good message and it handles personal trauma in a very clear and concise way and it handles manipulative parents in a really really clear and concise way so it's a mature kind of movie with a lot to give however collectively the cultural consciousness was bereft of memories of Tangled as soon as Frozen came out in 2011 or whatever year it was. Tangled is a far superior film to Frozen, but this is not what I'm here to talk to you about unless Mm. I accidentally talk about it again in five minutes, in which case, sorry guys, that's just where it's going to go. But they waited several years after the rise of Frozen to release Tangled the series. Tangled the series is a TV show on the Disney Channel or on Disney XD or whatever the heck it's called now. And it stars the same cast. Hmm. Mandy Moore voices Rapunzel. Zachary Levi voices Flynn Rider. They're joined by Julie Bowen and Clancy Brown, who are both solid voice actors in their own right. And Broadway star Eden Espinoza plays the sidekick friend Cassandra, who I will talk about in a moment. Tangled the Series was prefaced by a 55-minute movie, quote-unquote, called Tangled Before Ever After. Because at the end of Tangled, spoilers, they talk about how... Flynn Rider asks her over and over and over again to marry him Mm. and after asking and asking and asking she finally says yes and then there's a quick blip of seeing them get married happily ever after the end however they took it one step further and with Tangled before ever after we see them settling into palace life after she's been reunited with her parents and you know everyone's happy everyone got what they wanted but Rapunzel's kind of like ooh I've been in a tower for 18 years. I kind of want to go out and see what other people are doing and learn about them and travel the world maybe a little bit. And like, ooh, is there an ocean? Can I sail on it? How does that work? And Flynn Rider is like, I was raised on the streets. I'm a thief or I was a thief. I've been all around the world and there's nothing better than us living in this castle and living the life. And so they sort of conflict on that note. What also happens in Tangled Before Ever After, this is also a spoiler, is... Rapunzel sneaks out of the palace and finds that the place where the magic golden flower was growing has been replaced by these black spikes. Oh. And she touches one and her hair grows back. Oh, dang. And she's like, oh, shit. What am I going to do? How am I supposed to hide all this hair? Because it's, you know, it's like 100 feet long. Yeah. And her friend, her lady-in-waiting Cassandra is like, we're going to hide your hair. We're going to get back to the palace and then we'll cut it all off. It'll be fine. Mm -hmm. They get back and she can't cut it off. It's magically unbreakable. However, the healing powers that came with the flower are now gone. So now she's got this mystery on her hands. Like, what are these spikes? What's the deal with the flower being gone? What is the deal with my hair growing back and me not being able to get rid of it? Like, what am I going to do? 
And so that sort of sets the ball rolling for mm-hmm. the series. And the series is a phenomenal show. Episodes are like 20 minutes long. They're not very long. Cool. They are full of amazing writing, fantastic messages, and just delightful animation in a style that is not the same as the other films and TV shows that are out right now. It's got kind of like, not a watercolor aspect, but like almost like a paper cutout aspect, Mm. which is kind of blocky and geometric and bold colored. It's really interesting. What they're doing with it is really interesting. Let me talk about Cassandra really quick because she's phenomenal. So they add this sidekick character for Rapunzel. So there's Rapunzel and Flynn and then her parents, the king and queen. And then there's Maximus the horse, obviously, Mm. and Pascal the chameleon, obviously. And then they add Cassandra into the mix. Cassandra is a lady in waiting to... She's the lady in waiting to Rapunzel. She doesn't... There aren't any other ladies in waiting. Her dad is the captain of the guard for the palace for the king and queen of Corona. Okay. Cassandra is a tough ass who underneath all of her dresses wears daggers and boots and belts so that she can tear her dress off and go fight if she needs to. Hell yes. Right? Right? Uh, Yes. Yes. So Uh, Cassandra... Yes. Yes. Cassandra (laughs) is actually totally dope. She's very dry-witted. She's constantly like, Rapunzel, no. Rapunzel, stop. Rapunzel, you can't do that. Rapunzel, you have to put shoes on. Rapunzel, you have an appointment to meet with the dignitaries from the Southern Isles or whatever. Um, and Rapunzel's like, oh, but I have, I, I painted this thing. And, and Cass is like, that's great. Can we go now? Because we have stuff to do. You need to get this stuff done. She keeps Rapunzel kind of grounded when Rapunzel would gladly become a balloon and waft away on the breeze. The interesting thing is she's kind of like Rapunzel's best gal friend. And even though she and Flynn, boyfriend and girlfriend, they say boyfriend and girlfriend Mm. in the series, they act more like best friends. Like they're occasionally like he'll kiss her hand or her forehead, but there's not a lot of PDA. But Cassandra and Flynn hate each other. Awesome. Hate each other. Eugene is always like, Cassandra. And Cassandra's like, Eugene and like they just hate each other and they hate each other so much that by episode three or four Drew and I were watching it and we were like is there going to be like a Beatrice Benedict love triangle thing happening because they hate each other a lot a lot oh man they, they go out of their way to make each other's lives miserable because they hate each other That's and Cassandra's like wonderful. you shouldn't listen to him he doesn't know blah 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 and Eugene is like you don't, You shouldn't listen to her she's a bad influence she's only out for herself blah 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 but they're very similar and they hate each other a lot my theory and this is not a spoiler because it's not been confirmed or denied my theory is that Cassandra says at one point that her dad the captain of the guard is not actually her dad that oh. she was an orphan so my theory is that she and Eugene are actually brother and sister. Oh. And that they were separated at birth because they're orphans. Orphans. And orphans, as we all know, is a literary device to make people connected magically at the end of the story. Yep. So anyway, Cassandra's dope. And she like rides in sword fights and she constantly is like saving everybody's butts. There's other side characters too. Like some of the guards have names. There's a guy with a mustache named Stan who's constantly messing up. And they're like, ah, Stan! Stan. Um, there's another horse named Fidella, and she also does not talk, but she and Maximus are best buds. There's a like alchemist inventor dude, and I can't remember his name, but he's like quirky and he's totally in love with Cassandra, even though he's like 12. Aww. And it's a, a bright, lively, delightful, not too complex, but not too simple world they've created to spell out really fantastic messages for young viewers. There's an episode where Rapunzel is giving a speech at an event, some holiday, it's always a holiday in Corona, some holiday, she's giving a speech and the crowd cheers, the crowd cheers and they're applauding. And then at the end of the applause, someone in the crowd goes, boo. 
And Rapunzel goes, boo to you too, sir. Because she has no idea what that means. She's lived in a tower for 18 years. And everyone's like, (laughs) Rapunzel, no, no, Rapunzel. And she's like, well, what do you mean? I thought that was like a thing we did. Boo to you. Boo to you too. And they're like, no, Rapunzel, it means he doesn't like you. And she's paralyzed because she doesn't know how to deal with someone not liking her. She's totally a Hufflepuff. (laughs) <laughs> and they're like no it's okay just like let it go you're you're a public figure it's not a big deal not everyone's gonna like you and she's like they have to like me so she goes out in disguise and like tries to trick this guy into liking her while she's disguised and okay. the whole episode is all of these shenanigans where she's trying she like bakes him a cake and like paints his front door for him and does all this stuff goes way over backwards to like impress him and make him like her And at the end, he figures out who she is. And he's like, look, why are you doing this? And she's like, why don't you like me? And he's like, okay, fine. I'll tell you why I don't like you. And he lays out, you know, you did this thing. You were a part of this thing that happened. And this thing had meaning to my family. And Mm. now it's gone because of you. So I don't like you. I get that you're the princess and I respect that. But I just don't like you. And she's like, oh. And he's like, are we okay now? And she's like, yeah, we're okay. We can just agree to not like each other. And he's like, great. And they shake hands and that's it. And they see, you see that guy later in the town in other episodes and they reference that everyone loves this character except for Rapunzel and, Rap- and he doesn't like Rapunzel, but he loves everyone else. Hmm. And they're okay with that. And it's a huge, like, wow, mind-boggling, mature step for a kid's TV show to be like, it's okay for people to not like you. You don't have to be that's friends with everybody. Cool. Yeah. And you can't magically change people's minds. Yeah. Um, and even doing nice things for them sometimes doesn't work. And that's okay. And then there's also stuff about, you know, because she was raised in a tower by a crazy witch person who manipulated her and didn't care about her as a person or a human being, uh, but cared about her magic healing powers, you know, for 18 old, years. That old nut. Though. That old chestnut. Chestnut. Um, there, there's moments where she's really stressed out and she's really scared about something. Mm-hmm. And she hallucinates mother gothel oh so they're starting to open up that that crate of ptsd even yeah and like a child raised by abusive parents or like a you know adult children of alcoholics or like things like that things that would would, uh requisite you having um some kind of mental trauma mental emotional trauma Hmm. that doesn't just magically go away because you were reunited with your actual parents Mm -hmm. which again is also very mature and exciting to see play out in a way that's communicated not positively, but like communicated at all in media. Yeah. Especially for young viewers is very exciting. Also, the music is very good. The songs are very fun and catchy and it's exciting. So there's a whole episode about Pascal where he um, is adjusting to palace life with Rapunzel and he uh, he tries to like schedule time with her to like do their old best friend stuff like her practicing her ventriloquism and like painting and ballet and all of that stuff. But she's too busy being a princess and doing other stuff that she doesn't, she keeps missing him and like not having time for him. Mm -hmm. And he feels totally replaced as her best friend. Right. Um, And it's like super sad because Pascal can't even communicate that that's what he's feeling because he's a chameleon and he can't talk. Um, But at one point she's like, she schedules a dinner with him and then finds out later that she also scheduled dinner with Eugene and like, it's this whole mess. And so he like kind of runs away. And they can't find him anywhere. And she goes and it turns out that he's, he went back to the tower. Oh, no. Because he thought that was where he would be wanted, alone oh, in the tower. No. So she they, they all go out after him. And she's like, I have to go do this alone. And they're like, are you sure? This is the first time you've gone back into the tower 
since everything happened and she's yeah. like yeah i have to do this by myself oh. and um she goes up the stairs and she's like shaking and like nauseous because it's terrifying yeah um and she finds him there and she apologizes and she brings him home safe and sound and it's a great episode because it's easy to see how like your best friends may want to be there for you but maybe you're too busy for them or vice versa and like things change like circumstances change and life changes and you have to like make time for the people you care about Mm -hmm. or it's easy for them to get lost in the shuffle it's a really great show it's a really it sounds very good beautiful show well animated, well directed, well written, and just a really phenomenal step, I think, for the maturity of the stuff that Disney's putting out right now as mm. far as TV, for sure. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. So you said that the animation is slightly different? Yeah, it's got kind of like a... not So like if Hercules, if the style of Hercules is very geometric, it's very blocky, mm. like yeah. their fingers are kind of square and stuff. Tangled the series isn't blocky, but it does kind of feel like a picture book, like paper cutouts. Oh, so, yeah, so this is kind of where we're looking here. Oh, okay. You see, it's got kind of like a picture book feel. They've yeah. simplified the look of everything, mm-hmm. but it's not de- It's not that it's not detailed. It's no. just simplified. It kind of feels like My Little Pony. It has a very similar animation style to My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Mm. Um, they've you know, they got big eyes and stuff. Yeah. But it's really nice to see these bold colors being used especially when you compare it to the film tangled which has more realistic color palettes Mm -hmm. and done in that delightful cg style that early cg style but the animation for the show is just really really delightful because it captures that feel of the movie without being the same excuse me for my opinion boring cg stuff Mm. that this has so much character cg has become so common that it's just not as exciting as it used to be. What, you, people are going nuts over a game called Cuphead right now. Mm, yeah, Have I've heard about it? this. Yeah. It's because it uses traditional animation and it's freaking gorgeous, which I will, I, I haven't played it, but I will slightly hype at you because yeah. it's, it's a gorgeous game. And it's just a side scroller. You generally stay put in one screen and you're just trying to hop over shit and shoot at bad guys. And that's primarily it. But awesome. It's so pretty. The bosses have like three stages and then you have a little map you can run around. But if you like traditional animation, you need to check out. I'll have to check that out too. Even if you just watch videos Mm -hmm. on YouTube. Like I I watched the day it came out, I watched Polygon stream for a little while Mm -hmm. and I just I couldn't look away because everything was so cool looking. Yeah. But it's yeah, good like, to see that kind of thing coming back. Absolutely. And, you know, that I have a lot of friends in animation, and that was their original inspiration. And seeing it coming back like this is just so exciting to them because it means that there's going to be more out there for them to do mm-hmm. in the workforce and in the way that they really want to be out there. So hopefully that gives more opportunities for traditional animation and the things that people are really passionate about. Definitely. And like I would say that my opinion about CG animation versus traditional 2D styles mm-hmm. is definitely the same as my opinion with CG special effects and practical effects or practical makeup practical. or practical practical always looks better. It always looks better. Always. It's very No matter good. how realistic our CG and our blue screen and green screen crap is, mm-hmm. no matter how great the mocap is, mm-hmm. and mocap can be very impressive. Oh yeah. Hands down. It can give you chills when yeah. you see it. 
but practical always looks better it does like i watched alien for the first time last year and was like paralyzed because it was so good yeah i mean it's just it's the same thing with animation to me that no matter how good or how cute or whatever the cg is especially with the disney stuff it's not the same and i i really feel like tangled the series the animation style they went with for this for the series mm-hmm. is what they could have gone with for the movie and didn't. Mm, Based yeah. on some of the 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 original art with like Glenn Keane and Glenn Keane's daughter, mm. whose name I forget, I think it's Claire, I don't remember. Glenn Keane's daughter designed a lot of it as well, and I'm glad that they were like, mm, well, let's not CG this show. Let's mm-hmm. let's do something else because it would be interesting." And yeah. it is. It's very interesting and it's well done. Also, Rapunzel is the best. So, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, honestly, out of all of the Disney movies, I did very much enjoy Rapunzel and Tangled and all of those. Uh, more than the usual princess because did she actively escape in Rapunzel or was it just Tangled that she gained more individuality? Um, so like in the fairy tale Rapunzel? Yeah. You know, I don't know. All I know is that most tellings of it involve, you know, the prince comes by the tower and spots them Mm -hmm. and he calls, you know, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. She lets the hair down. They meet, they hang out, they fall in love. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, okay, now I'll escape. Right. That's most retellings of that fairy tale. Yeah. And entangled, Flynn accidentally finds the tower Mm -hmm. And just kind of enables her. He gets it. Well, he tricks her into escaping so that he can escape with the crown. Right. But then along the way, they learn about the true meaning of friendship and also fall in love. Which is one of my favorite tropes. (laughs) So, yeah. Cool. I like how much more of an individual she was Mm -hmm. entangled than other Disney movies. Mm Mm-hmm. I first started falling in love with Disney princesses when I met Mulan. Oh, girl, you and me both. Yeah. Uh, Mulan is the best. Showing individuality and going against what was expected of her was what really got me into princesses again. Yeah. Because originally, like, the helpless damsel in disguise, or, like, hiding in a castle bullshit, it Mm -hmm. made me so angry because... yeah. I was like, I wouldn't let that happen to me. I wouldn't give up like that. I mm-hmm. I, I can't relate to this princess at all. That's yeah. why it took me so long to ever like really get into Disney. I was never a Disney kid because I'm like, ah, eh, they're too helpless. I'm not into that. Yeah, but Mulan. I mean, I think Pocahontas too, to a degree. Yeah, and if you go back and you watch Aladdin, Jasmine, Jasmine's good. Jasmine kicks ass. Yes, Jasmine's like, oh, parkour, done it. Oh. I was just I think I was just too young and I didn't have mm-hmm. enough people in my life to like get jazzed about the same stuff as me. Sure. So I would watch it and like, mm, that was cool and then move yeah. on to the next thing because I didn't have any ability to stay put on one particular entertainment. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. Um but things definitely changed around that Disney Renaissance era in the mid nineties, mm-hmm. um, leading up to stuff like Rapunzel. Right. Which is why I think for some of us it felt like Frozen was such a step back. Because they removed all of that. And mm. I think that part of that was their intent to make a commentary on the tropes that they had created. Because mm-hmm. they do that in Frozen. But they don't do it well. Which is what makes it disappointing. Right. But anyway, Rapunzel's great. She's like, I can do anything and everything. But she's also super fragile. Mm. And has like a lot of insecurity. So she's incredibly relatable, I think. Cool. And she's yeah, a good... I, I like her a lot more now. 
like Tangled just completely changed my entire perspective on that particular character. Mm -hmm. This characterization is precisely what I needed in a princess. I'm sure there are still attributes of her that aren't stellar or agreeable with me, but like this is the best version I've seen of her thus far. Absolutely. I think if you watch Tangled the series with me, you'll like be totally on board. We should we should do some Skype screenings. Okay, great. Excellent. Great. Awesome. <laughs> That's what I got for you. Awesome. Well, I'm pretty hype about that. Sweet. Uh, thanks for telling me about it. Yeah, and thanks for telling me about Cuphead a little bit, too. I've been seeing that floating around, and I haven't checked it out yet. Yeah, it's on, as far as I know, Steam and Xbox. Mm, okay. And I'm hoping they put it on other stuff. There's no announcement about that. Mm. Honestly, it would be very good on switch i believe it uh boy I, I, it feels like it's made for it mm-hmm. but we'll see if they actually we'll do that. see anywho thank you for joining us for the first episode of get hype yeah we hope you got a little bit hype about this or maybe it triggered some interesting ideas for things that you are hype about that you'd like to hype at us yeah please do tweet at us we are at get hype pod or email us at get hype pod at gmail.com we've got a whole list of people that we'd love to get as guests but we also want to know what you want to hear thanks for listening and stay hype stay hype guys <laughs>